Damn, oh my god. This is all good. Leave this in. <laughs> first time. This is all part of it. This is seeing how the sausage is made, people. <laughs> Welcome to Write Night, a podcast where we pick a prompt from our discussions and interviews, set a timer, write whatever we'd like, then read it together. We'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll think, but most importantly, we'll have fun and hopefully learn to write along the way. We'd love for you to write along with us, too. Pause this podcast on my cue, write in response to the prompt, then come on back whenever you're ready. And if you're feeling up for it, absolutely post your responses to our subreddit r slash write night, where you can read our responses as well. My name is Graham Dickerson. This is my first time hosting the show. And tonight, we're joined by Xander, Toby, and Bannister. Fellas... Can we give everybody out there a warm how do you do? How do, how do you, you do? do? Oh, that was so warm. I loved it. We're christening it, boys. This is uh, officially the first Right Night podcast episode we're doing where we're actually <laughs> writing at night. And I don't know if that's uh, a lie that we've been selling <laughs> to our audience. I think in the pilot I said, like, how, what are you drinking this morning? And I, and I remember you editing did. it going, oh, well... Uh. <laughs> I gave that away. It's funny because I remember listening back to that and when I went, oh, we, we just gave the game away on F1. <laughs> we, we, we're fra- this is fraudulent. <laughs> I wonder if you write better at night. We'll find out. I'm thinking, how about this? How about the first prompt be something along the lines of doing it better at night? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can think of exactly uh, think that's one, way, one place to go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's have that be our first prompt, better at night. To everybody listening, we're going to take 10 minutes to write a response to the prompt. So now would be a good time to pause, write whatever you'd like, and meet up with us when you've written something you're satisfied with. And absolutely take as much time as you'd like if you're feeling it. The prompt is doing it better at night. Ten minutes starting now. This is a name that came to me about an hour ago, and I want to. I was like, I'm going to incorporate this into the first prompt, no matter what the prompt is. Can I guess the name? Yes, you may guess. Cornelius. Gee, how did you, no? Get yeah. out of here. Was it Tony? Tony Mananzan? Is it Gabagool Mananzan? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to start writing. Six more minutes. How do you spell privied? P-R-I-V-I-E-D. Man, hell yeah. Thanks, brother. Legit have no idea if that's actually how you spell it. I just started speaking. <laughs> yep, it'll, it's, you know what? I'm seeing that squiggly red line. Thinking, maybe, that's, <laughs> maybe that's not accurate. Uh, maybe two Vs, I don't know. You'll just believe anything, huh? Yeah, you really no. just, you, you really ran with whatever I said. You just like really trusted your friend there. That's pretty crazy. Got two minutes left. Where does this go? How does this end? So, would anyone like to go first? I can't imagine, based off of the 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 responses while writing them, that any of these are serious. If they are, let us know now. I do have a serious one, so I don't think I should go first. Mine is a uh, stinking dumpster fire of a shit <laughs> meme, so I'd I'd say let's lead off with mine. This way, okay, let's lead off with yours. Uh, Alex, would you like to cast? Uh, yes. There are two characters in this one: Graham and Tony. I would like Graham to play Graham, and I would like Toby to play Tony. That's a that's heinous, but here we are. <laughs> I like it. And without further ado, we now present I Love You by Xander Wong. What did I tell you? This was worth coming out here, right? I guess, but isn't it better if we do it at night? Nobody does it at night. It's too crowded with everyone trying to do it in the dark. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I feel like you lose something integral to stargazing if it's 1.30 p.m. Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> are you kidding me? Look at that. There. That's a star right there. Gaze upon that. That's the sun. Gaze upon it. Okay. Okay. I. Ah. Uh, 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 my eyes. Yes. 
Yes. Bathe your pupils in the heavenly glory. Oh, my corneas are cooking, Graham, please. Mm, delicious corneas. Can't wait to stir them up into my famous rice pilaf. Wait, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, nothing. Hey, why aren't you just staring at the sun anymore? I mean, why aren't you why aren't you stargazing anymore? Graham, what the hell is going on? Why did you drive me out here to Arizona just to make me look at the sun? There's a strip mall right there. We wouldn't be able to stargaze from all the light pollution. That's why we're not doing it at night. Okay, but what about the rice pilaf thing? Oh yeah, that. Okay, so listen, there's no easy way to explain this. I'm dying and I need to eat corneas to survive. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm an alien whose species is slowly going blind. Nope. My name is Special Agent Tyler Musk. Nope. Uh, I'm a weird fuck who likes to eat sun-dried eyeballs. That's my guy. So, you're not mad? <laughs> not mad. Just disappointed. Now let's get you some sun-dried eyeballs, huh, bud? <laughs> you really mean it? Oh, my <laughs> eyes. Oh, they burn. Oh, my God. True oh, friends God. are the real stars. I love you, man. God. <laughs> the end. I'm always so impressed at the 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 amount that y'all are able to write within such a in such a short time span. Mimi as that may have been, I gotta say that was a that was a really fun read. That was a wild ride. Thank you. My my secret was that the sketch was done three lines into it. <laughs> I'd already told the joke I wanted to make, and, and then I just had a scene on my head. Yeah, you waffling some bitch. <laughs> Graham, did you say rice pilaf? I did. You is did not, say is, rice pilaf. Is it not, oh, is it not, is it not pilaf? It's pilaf. Pilaf is a different thing. No, 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 no. Why no, would no, you no. name your dish no, rice no. pilaf? Pilaf sounds more so more it's, esteemed. No, pilaf is what they do at night, actually. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was I Love You by Xander Wong. Anyone else uh, care to go next? Benny, how meme is yours? Yeah. If it's as meme as that, I think we should just it's rock that. Not serious at all. Okay, so I, I, I think, think we, I think what we should do is yeah, do Benny's and then mine and then Toby's. Okay, that's fair. Would you like to cast her? Okay, so Toby, Alex, Graham, and then Toby again. All right, here we go. Without further ado, this is Wakey Wakey Stinky Poo by Banister <laughs> Shava. Wakey Wakey Stinky Poo. I've got a poem just for you. One to make your jingles jump, shake your shank and frump your rump. Come and dance by the frum dum tree. Sing this yummy yum melody. Frumpty dumpty, brimble bramble, jingle jang and tingle tangle. Left to right is how it goes. Don't slow down, stay on your toes. Just let loose and let be. One to snooze, try company. Grab a friend and say, hey, ho, this is how the frumpty goes. Bimby Bimby Bambi Bangle Bomb. (laughs) We can do this all night long. Frumpty Dumpty, Dumpty Blam. Shing zing and bing bazam. I hope you had a jumbly time. If you share this, I'll sue. It's mine. Copyright 2021. The end. <laughs> what the fuck? My stanza was literally just alliteration. There was no message to it. Benny, can I ask how you got this from the prompt doing it better at night? <laughs> The only tag I can find is just wakey wakey. Yeah, just... that's that was that was it. That was the only <laughs> that's the only thing that survived. All right, I think we'll go ahead and uh, uh, hit mine next. 
Uh, mine is the new club member. Bannister, I would like you to read all the narration. Mm. Um, and then, uh, Toby, I would like for you to read the only lines of dialogue uh, that are Copy. present. Okay. okay, without further ado, this is The New Club Member by Graham Dickerson. The sun was setting, and that meant only one thing for Mort Mingus. <laughs> it was his time to shine. Mort stood a staunch five feet on the dot, and damn it if that didn't bode well with his multiple attempts at lady wooing throughout the years. His height was always keeping him back, always preventing him from entering the coveted big boys club on the outskirts of town, a den of dreams and fantasies privy to those privileged enough to stand among the tall, grand, golden, glittering ones. But Mort knew something these tall boys didn't. And tonight was his night to prove it, to prove that he really was better at doing it at night. Standing, bathed under the pale pearl glow of the summer moon, Mort took a deep breath and began to chant, Tall for all, and all for tall, tall for all, and all for tall. Mort's height very slowly began a steady increase as wails and shrieks from the nearby streets and domiciles began to grace the night air. Mort cackled at the thought, hundreds of men shrinking on the spot as their height cells were fed all to Mort, who in the span of just a scant few minutes now stood towering at a staggering five feet and eight inches. Time to show them all, he thought, as he puffed out his chest and made his way through the tall grass to the big boys club. It was time for some pussy, or whatever the hell goes on there. The end. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make me read? Yeah. That's it. That's it. No, you've lost that privilege, sir. After your bingus, bangus, wangus, dangus. <laughs> I miss having Nell on. Yes. <laughs> we, need, we need an anchor. The moment I have even a scarce idea as to where the story is going to go, I have to double down on it. Otherwise, I won't finish it. So, <laughs> so I just remember thinking, uh, yeah, well, he's got a, he, he becomes a wear tall person, I guess, or something to that mm. effect. Yeah, this is a powerful story about really a, an oppressed class, short men. Oh, yeah, uh, manlets? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, I, I, guys, I, I don't know. I got to disagree with you here. Mort's oh, okay. the one doing the all oppressing. Right. It's tall people who are really oppressed here, all right? All right. Listen, just think about yeah, it. Uh -huh. Toby, I believe you are uh, our, our last read for the round one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, full disclosure to the audience, I am so sleepy. So this one is a series of haikus. It was normally going to be just one haiku, but I felt like I had more space to write. Um, it is not a comedy, which is the first time I think I've done that um, Ooh. on record. Ooh, fun. Yeah, so we're going to go, let's go Banny, Wong, Graham in that order. All right. Let's rock and roll, sleepy boy. And without further ado, we are now reading Lathered, Rinsed, Repeat by Toby Menanzen. Meditative thought, rewinding and replaying. Not calm, but silent. Collecting, storing, processing, cringing, laughing, reliving, no choice. Unknowingly crossed, the bridge to the other side, a flip of the coin. Time, rest, running out, energy cocked, ready, stored, lathered, rinsed, repeat. The end. I love the choice for the uh, for for you to make it a haiku. Yeah, that's because I was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less writing. The first four minutes, I really didn't know how to start. I knew I wanted to write about 
trying to go to bed. Mm. Um, but I don't think it worked as a uh, narrative or I'm just not used to doing, um, um, what am I trying to say? Writing the thoughts of a protagonist. I knew I was running out of time. So I just kind of switched to haiku where I can kind of condense my thoughts and the feelings in something a bit more abstract. And I think that worked out. I like the sort of dissonance between the style and the tone at which the poem reads, but then what's actually going on, right? It's about not being able to go to sleep because your mind is is still going and you're just like thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. But it's such a, a peaceful format and it's it's such a, a, a like nice even flow to it that unless you actually like read the words and think about it you're you wouldn't get that and that is the end of round one hell yeah for the listeners at home our friend xander here is a uh, very proficient uh rock climber and recently i think uh you were at a rock climbing weekend not a, a retreat would be the right word for it uh just, just like a, a climbing trip out in in nature Communing with the rocks. How was communing with the rocks? Communing with the rocks themselves was was wonderful. We were out at uh, the New River Gorge in West Virginia, one of the United States of America's newest national parks. Absolutely stunning views. The rocks were great. They were sharp and hurt my hands. But the true misery was not in my hands. It was in my feet at night because although we went in late April, it was 25 degrees outside. 25? Our first night camping there. 25, yes. My feet were numb for like 10 hours not a great time do you not know the ouroboros technique huh it's where you sleep um with somebody else facing their feet so that your exhale keeps your toes warm (laughs) i i wanted to do that i my brain is so literal with me (laughs) my brain is so literal i thought that you were going to suggest yeah you just take your feet and you put them in your mouth and that way (laughs) the breath which i might have done honestly if if you suggested it in the moment Twenty five degrees is very cold. Yeah, that'll that'll open up your mind to a lot of suggestions real quick at that temperature. <laughs> How do we feel about the Ouroboros method as the prompt? I like it. I'm okay with it. Oh. Yeah, I like it. All right, y'all. We're gonna go ahead and take our fifteen minute break now to write. Feel free to write along with us, and we're gonna go ahead and say that our fifteen minutes for the second prompt, the Ouroboros method, starts now. Oh no! All right, we're going in a direction with this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, I got it. It's time to clunker down. Really excited about mine. Eight minutes left? Wait. Uh, yeah, yep, eight minutes left. Whew, my favorite number. Uh, gotta bust out the dictionary real quick. Whew. Should we get that double entendre? Three more minutes? Oh, no. How do you spell Ouroboros? O-U-R-O-B-O-R-O-S. Cool. Uh, we know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ouroboros. <laughs> All right, we got one, two, three. We are waiting on Banny. Yeah, give me a second here, pal. Give me a second. Banny. I'm a coming, I'm a coming. All right. Would anyone like to go first? I can go first. All, All right. right. Would you like to cast your sir? Yes. <laughs> what if I was like, no? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one was fun. I, 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 this one came to me immediately, and it was just, it was such a, such a delight to write. So, Banny, can you please read the narration? All right. Xander, can you please read the dialogue from the only character that speaks? Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, the tone is um, loose cannon cop on the edge. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. All right, without further ado, this is The Target by Toby Mananzan. She catches the corner of my eye, here, out in the park. She thought I didn't see her, but I did. A quick snap to the right to try to track her, and she's not there. 
Oh, that elusive vixen, that thief of thought, that liquid that slips between my grasp. But now I know. She's here. For years she has avoided my wrath, snake-like in stature, as quick and as wily as a fox, the shadow. Today, today I will catch you, and you will face justice. I look at my captain, and all he has for me is a face of concern, the one emotion I hated to see, for he knew that no matter what he would tell me, nothing would stop me from capitalizing on this. She's here. Today's the day. I'm a go-getter. I don't think. I just do. And it's gotten me far. My captain rewards that outlook I bring to the team, this family that we've cultivated. I love them, and they love me. I will die for them, without a doubt. And I know for a fact that this thing, this entity, whatever it is, it's not from this earth. No. I hear. Captain holds his index finger up, a signal that he means it. It never annoyed me, and normally I listen, but today was different. I can feel it in my bones that this was the day. And no command would stop me. I'll take the punishment I always have. I saw her again on the corner of my eye, my left side, and letting my instinct take hold, I strike. I spin around and there she is again in the corner of my eye. I spin around some more and there she is as agile as I am, as quick as I am, continuously out of reach. I open my mouth to grab the furry, evil worm, but miss. No, I said no, shouts my captain from above. I do not heed the warning. Harder and harder I spin, but my, but, <laughs> sorry, harder and harder I spin, but closer my target is not. I spin faster and faster, the part becomes a blur, and the others laugh, but this isn't about them, it's just me and you. An eternity of spinning, I can do this. I am a good boy. The end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Toby, that was fantastic. That is honestly, I think that might be one of my favorite things that you've written oh, easily. Really? Big yes. Brain, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that lead up into went to the, the slow reveal was so well paced because I genuinely didn't. Yeah. I just was, I was so enraptured by this Pulp Fiction narrative. And then when you start to realize what it is, that reveal is so fun. Yeah. I put a huge smile on my face, man. Excellent job. Thanks, man. I also love that you don't, you don't outright just state the joke. That was originally how I'd written it, but I thought it would hit harder if I like slowly made the hints over time more and more obvious until like, there's no obvious point when you realize it. And I thought that was just a lot funnier. And then I was like, I'm a good boy is the last line. So it's like, if you had any doubts. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you don't get it at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Would anyone like to go? Does anyone have a serious one? I, I have a serious one. How would you like to cast, Banny? Toby, can you read this? Sir. All right. And without further ado, this is the Ouroboros Method by Bannister Shava. Yes, the beginning is the end. Who's to say when that'll be? Certainly not me. Staggering from house to house, peeking into windows to see if anyone could ever be as endless as me. Who finds only beginnings without ends. Maybes. I think so's. I better nots. Well, what then? What then? Who's to say? Someone? Anyone? What sits in the sun shunned shadows? My profile is made in relief. At least I am in my pillow. Better there than the usual Mr. Nowhere, the nothing man, who walks winding city pavements is looked on below, nameless, faceless, and free from all that meaning that makes life meaningful and may be worth sleeping in and out of, who finds only endings without end, knows, I can'ts, and I guess it just isn't workings. Well, what then? 
What then? Who's to say? Who can say? Who will speak to the moonless midnight, grace it with human warmth and a start? A yes. An endless yes. The end. I love wanting to read over this again and just really chewing on every every line. Love that it, it both begins and ends with yes. It's that moment of decision, of indecision. I love the, the contrast between the first lines of, of two and four. Who finds only beginnings without ends and then who finds only endings without end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You reminded me that um, the writing medium, the reading medium is fantastic at really, and I guess this is my theme, really getting into the head of somebody and holding still time so you can kind of articulate a feeling and take your time with that feeling because this didn't feel like 20 seconds of thought this really felt like that the two three second moment where this person was unsure about themselves it feels to me almost like a poeticized uh representation of like a mental feedback loop Mm. i don't really think there's going to be any graceful way to transition into either mine or alex's um let's see so this is declan's dilemma I would like Xander to read for Jamie. I would like Bannister read for Declan. Toby, would you read all of the uh, the, the the prose? Sure. Without further ado, this is Declan's Dilemma by Graham Dickerson. It's dog shit, Declan. Absolute dog shit. Jamie let the papers he was holding fall to the ground in a brief flurry of calculations and fractions. They limply scattered over the shoes of Declan Farthing. He sat hunched over his head buried in his hands. I don't know what to say, Deck. We've given you chance after chance, grant after grant, and this is the best you can give us? With some hearsay and Walter White chemistry class gobbledygook? Jamie's patience had been walking a delicate balancing act with Declan for the last four months and finally seemed perched to tumble tonight. All it would take would be one more bit of lip from Declan, who is now attempting to placate to his benefactor. Jamie, please. I just need one more week. One more week, and I'm sure I can crack the self-fallacious equation. There it was, the last straw, the opening Jamie needed to really take a dig at Declan. He unbuckled it, oh no, he unbuckled his trousers, (laughs) and in one sweeping motion, wrenched his boxers down, revealing his member. With his hips forward, he gestured to his penis with conviction. It's this, Declan. It's trying to get this to here. He pointed to his mouth, Declan turning away in shame. We need the Ouroboros method, Declan. Every man on earth is counting on you. <laughs> he sternly gathered himself and rebuckled his pants, looking on Declan now with something resembling pity. You're our last hope, man. If you can't crack this code, we're going to be torn apart by every single male we promised last year we could prove a method on how they could suck their own dicks. You got one week. After that, you're done. The end. <laughs> you know, every time that I read something that you've written, what, yeah. what comes to mind is imagine all the hardware and software that is at NASA's disposal, uh-huh. and imagine they just made the most incredible uh, garbage you've ever <laughs> seen, like the most stunning, objectively excellent. <laughs> 
trash. I don't understand. You really went with auto fellatio. Way huh? too good at this. You're way too good. <laughs> I genuinely have so much fun writing this kind of material. It really is just something I don't get. I don't get to write any of this shit mm. down. This one I felt like I kind of failed on because I just ran out of time. This is not to suggest that the ending in any way was going to be <laughs> any better. It was in fact going to just be Declan saying, "Oh man, I, he's right. I can't let them down. I have to get back to work." And then it just ends with him kind of hunched over, really trying to get at it, and he's like, "Oh, I can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are on to our final piece for the evening, and this is by Xander, and how would you like to cast it, sir? Yeah, so my piece is called A Commercial That Aired in 1994. Right. Love that title. We get Graham to narrate it. Okay. Bannister, I want you on, there's just two lines of standalone dialogue that are not by a named character. Toby, there is an old man that speaks in the middle of it, and I, I want you to play him. <laughs> and without further ado, this is a commercial that aired in 1994 by Xander Wong. Electric guitar riff. Wow! Hey, kids, are you tired of using the same drab metaphors to cope with your undiagnosed mental illness that you lazily disguise as commonplace <laughs> fatigue? How many... <laughs> Welcome to it, boys. All right, yeah. well, uh, I do like that we've progressed from the punchline in, in Toby's was right at the end, Graham's was in the middle, and here it is. <laughs> right, right up front. <laughs> How many times have you said you're burning the candle at both ends? Or feels like you're trapped in a Sisyphean hellscape of capitalist drudgery? Boring! I mean, come on. Candles? Mythology? Go back to writing school. Fake spear. Because I've only got one metaphor you'll ever need. Introducing the Ouroboros Method. Streaming exclusively on the Peacock. If you feel like you just can't force yourself out of bed for just one more day of just above minimum wage drudgery, eat yourself. Literally put your feet in your mouth and start swallowing. But I'm not that flexible. <laughs> Keep trying, buddy. You'll get there eventually. The next time you're endlessly scanning items at a cash register that just doesn't want to read that one can of tuna. And the old man in front of you wearing a baseball cap with the word supreme on it says, I guess it must be free, right? Toss that can of tuna right back in the back of your throat. Then toss your hand back there too. Then keep going <laughs> forever. Listen, pal, we've all been there. You're scrolling through your feed and you see a meme you've already seen like eight times tonight. Then you realize the next post is that exact same meme. Then you realize it's 4 a.m. and you have a 6 a.m. shift. Bummer. Consume that tired old meme, and you really consume it, engulf it, assimilate it into your body, assimilate your body into your body. Keep, keep, keep going forever. <laughs> That's the spirit. See, friendo, I knew you could do it. The Ouroboros method coming soon to a store near you. The end. Oh, Xander, you uh, you good? <laughs> you good? You're right, chief. No, no I'm not. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I drew a lot on um, early pandemic being in a customer-facing position. Uh, Graham, I'm sure you can you can relate to that one. Oh yeah, especially considering I was just fired from said customer position. Yeah, customer service position. Yeah, get that out of here.
I'm so glad we decided to save this for the end because man, that was just a, that that was its own special magnum right there. Let me tell you. Thank you all so much for listening to Right Night. Be sure to submit your responses to our subreddit r slash Right Night. Night is spelled right n i t e. Or even just come on down to chat. The music is by Banisher Shava. Thanks to our boys for coming in and doing the show. It was great hanging out with y'all, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you whipped up. I'm Graham Dickerson. This is Right Night, and I hope to see what y'all wrote. Thanks. Mwah. Mwah.